0: Live with Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 188 564 6173 Or post your questions using the hashtag Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.
1: Well, it's always a pleasure to be live on Saturday night. Yes, it is. We got all the people that are driving down the highway, going out to do good or do no good, wherever they're at in the nation. So we're speaking to you guys tonight. We thank you guys for tuning in. We're gonna talk about um, I don't know. I was just listening to Ravi. How do you say R- Ravi? Is it Ravi? Yeah, Ravi. Ravi Zachariah. Right. Yeah, on the YouTube channel. Exactly. He just came out with this new video, and how he was talking about. He spoke at the uh, the Passion Conference, and he said that there was forty thousand students that were there that were college age, and he says, you know what? The number two. There's two things. That were talked about the most as he talked to kids, these students there, yeah, in the church, at the Passion Conference. Okay, and he said number one, pornography. Makes sense. Number two, suicide. Which is crazy. It's,
2: yeah, this no, is that's in the crazy. church.
1: Yeah. Now I know that th- there was an article that just came out recently. I think I talked about it maybe last week when we were here, uh, Arizona. Just uh, the government, just um, uh, they they just uh said that there's a, a, a an epidemic mm-hmm. with with suicide. I believe there was thirteen or fourteen thousand suicides in the nation, and not in the nation, in the state of Arizona. There's this huge epidemic. And then Time magazine came out and said that suicide and depression at our all-time high. So we're speaking to you guys tonight that are listening, that are maybe going through this. This is a serious subject. It happens if you're not a believer, and it happens in the church it's happening with believers exactly but what is leading to this there could be several different things you know there could be several different things that could that could lead someone to this obviously it's it's decisions yes that we make that put us in these situations um, maybe social media social media the noise the distractions yes. it could even be situations that were put in that we didn't put ourselves in right maybe just like situations that are happening with right. family or friends but i know a lot of it is stuff that we allow that we put ourselves into because i mean i personally can get anxiety mm-hmm. when i'm watching too, too much social media right, right or if i'm not getting staying plugged into the word of god or I'm not going to church or anything like that because that all that stuff feeds your spirit. The word of God Exactly. feeds our spirit and we know that the fruits of the Holy Spirit is that peace, that calmness, right. the self-control. Um you know, there's there's many other there's more gifts of the Holy Spirit that that manifest when you have the Holy Spirit working in you and through you, but when you disconnect from all that stuff and you isolate yourself as well is when you put yourself in these situations. Obviously, we know it's a war Against the enemy. Exactly. You know the, the enemy wants to isolate us. He's the king of mind games. And uh, when you're not walking with God or, or putting him first, the, the enemy, he starts moving and shaking around your life. You know, you know that one famous verse, you know, the enemy sates and roams around the world like a roaring mm-hmm. lion looking to whom he can devour. Mm-hmm. And I believe 100% and I know that the enemy, he wants to destroy, he wants to take lives. That's the whole thing. I'm going to have you chime in in a minute, Melinda. Okay, (laughs) but uh, I am here. (laughs) I believe that the enemy wants to destroy everyone's life. People that are not walking with God and people that are walking with God. He's come to seek and kill and destroy. That's the bottom line. But Jesus says, but I've come to give life abundantly. Mm -hmm. And as you're listening right now, I don't know where you're at in your mind. I don't know what's going on in your heart, but God has a plan for your life. Jesus says, That whosoever believeth in him, Jesus Christ, will not perish but have everlasting life. God gave his only one son to come on a rescue mission out of eternity to die for the sins of the world. And everyone that believes in him, that he died on the cross and he raised on the third day, shall live. And then he sends his Holy Spirit and he says, I will give, uh, Acts 1.8 says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And that power in our life helps us overcome the enemy. It's the power from heaven. It's the Holy Ghost. The job of the Holy Ghost comes down from heaven and destroys the everything that is unholy in our life. And we know that you become a new creation in Christ. He starts transforming your mind. He makes the old things in your life pass away. And he makes everything become new. That means the old suicidal thoughts, the anxiety, all that, maybe a life of addiction, to pornography, and all these different things. He makes all that pass away. And he makes all things become new. You become a brand new creation in Christ. But it doesn't happen overnight. You know, I recently just pushed, uh, posted my I Am Second video on my social media because I got saved 10 years ago. 10 years ago on February 21st. 10 years ago, I got saved. I gave my life to Jesus. And I just started putting God first. I asked God to come into my life, forgive me for my sins. And I started going to church six to seven days a week. I, wanted, I need to... Brainwash my mind. What the Word of God I needed to wash my mind, so I could become a new creation of Christ. And it's been ten years. I don't have it all figured out. I'm not perfect, but God did the transformation. As I look back at those last ten years of my life, and I'm going to tell you right now, God can God could do that in me, then He can do it in any of us. But I believe the only problem that happens why people are never set free why there's never a a transformation in people's lives is because people don't want to deny themselves and pick up their cross and follow jesus they 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 come to me and they say ryan i'm still dealing with this i'm still going through that i'm still you know all these different situations that are going on and they wouldn't be going through these things if they decided to listen what jesus says when he says if you want jesus says if you want to be my followers you got to turn from your body appetites. He basically says your selfish ways. Your selfish ways is paraphrasing is your body appetites. You got to turn from that stuff that is destroying you and you got to turn to Jesus Christ. Re- that word repent. Repent basically means you need to repent. We means to basically that the simple form of repent is to change your heart, change your mind and go in the direction of God. It's basically in simple terms it's flip a yui. You're going in one direction in your life You're not happy because you're dealing with anxiety, you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with your pornography, you're cheating on your wife, you're cheating on your husband, you're lying, you're cheating. Maybe you're just doing whatever, but you're not walking with God and you have that empty void in your life and you can't fill it with anything. It's only through a relationship with Jesus Christ you need to repent. It basically means to flip a U turn. Repent means we need to ask for forgiveness of sins, say, Jesus, and get real with God and he'll get real with you. Ask him, really, please forgive me for my sins. Wash me white as snow, fill me with your Holy Spirit, and then get plugged into a Bible-believing church that goes to the Bible. Get a Bible yourself. I don't know what translation you're into. If you stink at reading, get a New Living Translation. If you're, uh, you know, Mike Melinda, get the new uh, New King James. I can't pronounce <laughs> a lot of those words, much less spell them. So get whatever Bible it is, get into a pastor that you want to hear and you like his voice and you like the way he teaches and start going through the Bible and your life will be transformed. God has a plan for every single one of you. You You're on this earth for a destiny, for a purpose. I'm here in the studio with Melinda and Sean most of the nights, every Saturday night. Why? Because we know that people are out there that are going through hard times because life is hard. But... We know that Jesus Christ overcame the world. And if we put our faith in him, believing by faith is believing in something without seeing. You believe by faith that he is real and you ask him to forgive you and to come into your life. Then what will happen is God will send his Holy Spirit and he will fill you. And that will be the down payment. That's how you know he will he is real. He will give you the power from heaven, his Holy Spirit. And then you start one day at a time following Jesus Christ, and that's where it all starts. And I'm going to let Melinda add, but I'm going to open up the phone lines because I know there's some of you out there that are listening right now, and it's making a lot of sense, and you have maybe some more questions about what we're talking about right now. Here's the number. You can call us direct right now at 888-564-6173, 564 888-564- Six, one, seven three. That's the number this is live with Ryan Reese. I got Melinda Reese in studio. This is my sister-in-law. Do you want to speak into that a little bit? Melinda? Yes,
2: I was just gonna add to it that you know it's like we have all these issues in our lives and we try to do something about them outside of the Lord and it never works and it just puts us deeper into a hole. And the thing is, is that the word of God is true. And the truth is, is that if you truly surrender your life to the Lord and you truly seek after him, he will meet you where you're at. And if he doesn't meet you where you're at, then the whole Bible is a lie. And it's not not a lie. It happens. You and I both know that we have seen transformations, not only in our own lives, but in other people's lives. When the Lord comes into your life, he completely changes you. And yeah, it might take a while. He might not completely clean you out right away, but he is going to work on you. He's going to work on your heart and you need to be open to it and not um feed your flesh and the the thing that you feed the most if you fle- feed your flesh the most that's what's going to win out and so you have to feed your spirit because your flesh will take you over and you won't even realize it it's not like you know one day you wake up and you realize oh my gosh i've totally backslidden or I'm not even in tune with the Lord anymore. It's so slow a process that you don't even realize what's going on until you're too far gone in in a sense. And then you have to go back to the beginning because you've allowed Satan to come in. You've allowed your flesh to take over and you've allowed this to happen in your lives. And you think about all those kids out there. It's like, who's instructing them? Who is giving them the hope? Who is telling them about the Lord? That is the only way that these kids have any chance in this world. Our society is going so far crazy, just like telling our youth, you know, so many crazy things. And the thing is, is that if we aren't out there as Christians trying to grab these people out of the fire, like Ryan has always, you know, talked about, then who's going to do it? We need to do it. And if you're struggling with that, then you need to get yourself, like Ryan said, you need to get yourself in a church. You know, watching church online is not the same as going to church. You need to be in church because you need that fellowship. You need those people that you can be accountable to, that you can call and say, hey, you know what? I'm struggling. Can you pray for me? There's power in prayer. Prayer is one of our biggest tools. And yet I think, and this is my opinion, but we use it the less, the least. We want to talk to people instead, instead of getting on our knees and really seeing what the Lord is going to do.
1: Isolation. Yes. I want to add add a couple things, comment actually on what you were saying. Isolation, when you're still at home watching the Bible study, you're getting your Bible study, but you're still isolated. Right. You know, there's three things you need. You need prayer, you need fellowship, Mm -hmm. and you need the word. Right. The word of God, because the word of God is God's voice speaking to you through his words, then you need prayer, which is talking to God, and then fellowship. Iron sharpens iron. Right. You're not isolated. And then you're going to, as you talk to your friends that are at the church, you're going to realize that you're not the only one going through this stuff. And there's pastors and pe- leaders at the church that get to pray for you. Right. <laughs> it's it's the community. That's the way God created mankind. Right. Is not to be isolated. No. Nope. Then the other thing you were talking about, Melinda, is you were talking about how it you know, it, it comes in so gradually mm-hmm. the way you walk away with God is you know how you backslide mm-hmm. or another word for backslide is basically you're walking with God and then you just walk away from him. Right. Well, there's that illustration of the of the frog. And the, there was the frog in the um what do you call those things where you cook the soup? A pot. A pot.
2: Yeah.
1: It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> you got a pot, you put the frog in, and you put the you put it over the stove and it's on low. What happens is the dog adapts to the to the low water. Frog. You said say? dog. Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer. I was with my triplet daughters all day. That's right. I'm tired. And I didn't drink coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> We're in trouble. Okay. What was it? No, just a second. The pot. <laughs> we have the pot. It's on the stove. And we have the frog inside. Right. And you turn it on low, and what happens is the frog adapts to the heat. So then you turn the heat up a little bit more to medium. What happens is the frog adapts to the heat. No big deal. It's not jumping out. It's chilling. It's like it's getting warm, like a jacuzzi. Right. But then what happens, you turn it up more and what happens is the the frog starts to, it's basically slowly cooking. Right. But it doesn't know it. And then what happens is it just keeps adapting to the heat. Mm -hmm. And then basically what happens is is it adapts. As you turn up the heat, it basically cooks itself to death. That is a perfect illustration of sin. Right. You go after your body appetites and Satan is smart. He's not going to just be, you know, he's not going to drop it like it's hot, right in your face, some right. hardcore stuff <laughs> where you're going to be like, dude, there's no way I would ever do uh-huh. that. What happens is he's sly. Right. He slowly starts working in, just like turning up the heat on the pot. It's just mm-hmm. slowly. And he worked his way in. And if he wants to get you, he's going to study you. And you're, if you're a smart cookie… He's it's gonna take it's gonna take years, right, to get you. He's not gonna just turn it up the heat all of a sudden. Exactly, he's gonna go very slow. And then some yep. people, you know, he just turns the heat up really quick. On, but he is sly. Yeah, he is sly, and he's been around longer than anyone on this earth.
2: Exactly. You know, there was a war right. in heaven
1: one time, and he got kicked out because he wanted to be right. like God. He got kicked out to the earth. And he's been there ever since, stunning mankind. And his one quest is to take lives to kill them so he could take them to hell. So trust me, he knows. He knows you. He's watching you. He's
2: studying you. And
1: he's looking to to take you out. But I want to read a verse. Um, And I believe that this is also, this goes along with where we as the human race, where we get distracted where Satan comes in. In uh, Matthew 6, it says this. It says, verse nineteen. It says, "Don't store up your treasures here on earth, where the moths eat them away and destroy them, or where the thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where moths, uh, where where moths and rust cannot destroy. The thieves, the thieves do not break in and steal. Where, wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be." That's not the part I meant to read, but I meant to read <laughs> verse twenty-two. Hear this part: "The eye is a light." Or I'm sorry, the eye is a is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when okay, let, I'm gonna stop there. Yeah. When your eye, your eye is your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. So what is it saying? It's saying that your eye is what you look at is what lights up your body. Right. So if you're looking, basically, what it's saying if you're looking at So, if you're walking with God, right? Say if you're walking with God, right? And you're not looking at pornography, right? And you're looking at stuff that's not good, you know, bad stuff. It's saying that it's a light to your body. So, what you're looking at goes into your body, right, right? To fill your body, right? But then it goes on to say, and it says, when your, your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. So when you're looking at good stuff, you're not putting junk in, your body is healthy. You're spiritually, physically, and mentally good. Right. But then it goes on to say in verse 22, but when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness, and, it, and if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep it, the d- darkness is. So basically, your eye, if you're looking at darkness, you're filling your whole body with darkness. Mm-hmm. But if you think, if you're looking at this junk and you think that you have light, but it's really right. darkness, how deep that darkness really is.
2: Exactly.
1: That's heavy. Right. That is heavy. That
2: is heavy. That's like this situation that uh, that's going on in my life right now. And there's this uh, a friend of mine who's like just deep, deep. I mean, I don't want to sound crazy, but like in sin... And everyone around it sees it.
1: is she a Christian or not she's, she's christian. she she's a christian so she's a Christian, and she's clearly not like she's she, she, she what and, what does she fall, just fall away or
2: no, it's like she's just blinded in this area like she doesn't even know that she's blind in this area like she's not like she's going to church. Mm-hmm.
1: she's going to church yeah, right? yeah, she read pr- the Bible,
2: yeah, reading the Bible, praying, like walking, doing everything like you know what I'm saying that you're supposed to do, but there's this one area in her life that she's so blinded to and she doesn't see it. And I'm just like, it just was like a wake up call for me because I'm like, Lord, please don't ever let me get to that point where I can't see when I'm in sin. You know what I'm saying? Because there's certain areas in our lives that we think, yeah, we've got it, we're okay. And we don't see it. And if we don't have that person in our lives that it out, Then we're just going to keep going down that road because we don't have that, you know, that one person to say, hey, look at like that isn't right. And then we might be like, what are you talking about? But yet it makes us think about it, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like I just don't ever want to be so blinded or so like and to me that's like I wonder like is it because her heart is getting a little bit hardened Or is it pride because she thinks she knows everything because she's been in the Lord for so long and the Lord's done so many great things in our life? And then to be blinded by this one area? Like, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, I'm just like, okay, Lord, like, show me how to, you know, if you want me to talk to her, talk to her. But maybe he just wants me to pray. Maybe he's going to have to take her through that without, you know, anyone else.
1: I was thinking when you said that, you know, I was thinking about like, because, you know, I forget where exactly in the New Testament says, but there says that there's some, you know, when you see your friends and there's some people that are in sin, you know, there's, you you pray for them. Right. There's some sin, unless there's a sin that's like leading them to death. Right, right. You know? Right. So when people are going through stuff like that, your friends, I think that's a, obviously just. Pray. That's a good time to pray and fast, mm-hmm. stand in the gap. You right, know, right, exactly. Because the enemy again will come in and, and you know, there's a, there's several things that could that could happen where people can get blinded to certain things, and that's where you got to pray that God will will intervene and, right. and reveal. Because sometimes people don't don't want to hear it. I personally love to. I mean, I I'm constantly asking God, saying God, like if there's anything in my life that that I could be doing. That's not of you. Like, right. show me, you exactly. know? Exactly. And there's been things in my life that I've been doing, but I didn't think about But then God is like, starts pointing things out. Right. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I should probably. And I think that's just part of the process of growing with mm-hmm. God is telling him to keep revealing stuff that's in our lives. Right. You know, maybe maybe you're listening and you don't even know what's going on exactly yeah. in your life. <laughs> you know, ask God. Right. You know, he's, he's, he's the best. Right. <laughs> he, the Holy Spirit will tell you. As you ask him, God, what is it in my life? How do I get to that next level with you? What things are in my life that maybe I shouldn't be doing? What things am I watching that I shouldn't be watching? Right. You know, maybe maybe the Holy Spirit isn't speaking to you when you're watching certain videos that you shouldn't be watching or listening mm-hmm. to certain music. Um, ask him, say, God, show me. Right. And then listen to him. Don't tell him to show exactly. you and then don't do it. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and that's that's part of the cleanup process right. is to protect your heart, protect your mind. Jesus says what goes into your heart, um, what, what comes out of your heart, or I'm going say what comes out of you doesn't defile you. It's right. not what goes into the body <laughs> and that comes out of you is what defiles you. It's not what you eat or drink. It's what goes into your mm-hmm. heart that comes out of your heart that defiles exactly. you. So whatever you, that light is that you're looking at or listening to or watching, you're putting into your heart. That's what comes out. So there, there could be a lot of things that are happening in your life, but what are you putting? What are you putting in? Because right. It's very simple. Gar- garbage, garbage in. Right. Garbage, out. Right. And I think it, going back to the beginning of our conversation yeah. is when you start analyzing what, why do I feel anxiety? Mm-hmm. Why am I having depression? I mean, there's obviously you could lose a family member, right. but I'm saying
2: just every. I'm day, not talking so yeah. about
1: those particular things. I'm right. talking about the mass problem with. Depression. Right. The mass problem with suicide. The mass problem with pornography. When you when you start looking at the statistics, the majority of it is from technology and the stuff yes. that they're watching. It's not like someone's depressed because they lost their wife or their right, husband. Right. That's not the majority. No. That's not what those statistics are talking right. about, just exactly. to be clear. Those do exist and each situation is a that's unique. It's unique. Yeah. You know, and I'm not speaking into that. Right. You know, but I'm talking about the average kid, why is 32% of uh, boys that are 13 years old dealing with anxiety and depression? Right. Or dealing with depression. Right. Sorry, yeah. not anxiety. That that was from Time Magazine. And then 30% of girls that are 13 years old are dealing with depression. Why is that? Right. It's because when you go into the roots of it, it's technology. Mm-hmm. Well, what about technology? Well, what are they looking at? Right. What are they listening to? Exactly. What are they putting in? That's what technology brings. You either listen to it or you watch it. Right. And it goes back to your eye or your body. Mm -hmm. So that's what's causing all the majority of this stuff.
2: And I mean, what you got to to me- But this is if for adults too. Yeah, yeah. I and, get
1: anxiety when I look at too right. much social media. No,
2: it's true. You, I mean, I have to limit myself. It's like crack. Yes. You start on it and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it takes you this way and takes you this way. And then all of a sudden you're down this rabbit hole and you spent two hours looking at social media. For yes. what? What did that really benefit you? What was that in it? All it showed you was a bunch of people having the happiest time of their lives. And you might be sitting home and thinking- I don't even have a life. I don't even get to do those fun things. I don't even get to go there. I don't have any friends. I don't go out. I don't get, you know what I'm saying? And that brings what? Anxiety because you feel like you're less of a person. And, and so, but with kids, it's like, where are these parents? Where are these parents that are helping their kids deal with it? Because realistically, it's not going away. Social media is not going away. So, how are we going to be able to have it in our kids' lives because it's gonna be there, but have these safeguards so they can deal with it. So what they see, they're able able to process because let's face it, you know, people, kids at nine, as early as nine to, you know, all the way up to, you know, whatever age are either seeing social media have social media accounts and so what they're seeing is just mind-boggling because they don't even know how to process it. They're so young. They're so like, they don't even know what it means when their body changes, let alone watching it.
1: I, w- I want to open the phone line. I want to see if there's any parents that are listening now that have maybe even uh, dealt with this with their teenagers. Yeah. Anxiety, depression, or anything right. like that from from electronics and social media. Right. Please call in. triple eight five six four. 6173 385646173. I'm I'm curious to hear if uh, you know what, what parents have, have dealt with these situations. Right. Because they are real, they're happening. And um,
2: the other e- evil side, the other evil side of social media is the whole bullying thing. You know what I'm saying? Like people kids are bullying kids on social media. And before, it wasn't like that. When I was in school, I mean, there was no social media. I mean, I can't even—literally, like, my whole life, I would have to say maybe I know two people that have committed suicide. And I'm not talking about overdosing. I'm mm. talking about, like, yeah. literally, like, taking their mm. lives because of depression. You know what I'm saying? But now, it's like an epidemic. It's yeah, like—it's it it's, it's what people—it's how kids cope. It's a coping mechanism. It's not a matter of like, oh my gosh, you know, maybe it's like, oh yeah, that's what you do. That is the answer to all
1: your problems. Hold that. We're gonna take we're gonna keep talking about this right after the break. But listen, you guys, we are touring the Kill the Noise tour, the Hoossu We actually tour public high schools. We've went to almost 60 of them so far this year. And we are touring them from like the East Coast to the West Coast. We're from Toronto, we hit Mexico City, we hit Seattle, we hit LA, San Diego. Uh, Where else are we going? You're going to San Jose. We're going to San Jose next week. February 26th through March 2nd. Uh, We're trying to go to Arizona. I mean, this is what we're doing. We're going and talking to these kids and letting them know that they need to kill the noise so they can live that life that they were created for. So please book us at Get Contact us. All we need to do is get in contact with the Christian Club teacher or FCA or someone that runs the club on campus, and we could go in and give the gospel. And we are seeing kids that were suicidal that are no longer suicidal. Kids that were transgender are no longer dealing with trans being a transgender. I mean, there's so many different ways and uh, people that we're, we're reaching that their lives are being transformed. And then we get them plugged back into the Christian Club, and then they feed them back into the church. Right. <clears throat> so the whole discipleship program works. Amazing. So, this is amazing. um Yeah. And then what else do we have, Melinda? Oh, we have the Israel trip. trip. Really quick. We're going to Israel in like a month. And if you want to sign up, uh, I think there's a website or something. You can go
2: to Inspire Travel or you could go to Calvary Chapel gold, Golden GS.org.
1: Calvary G-S. So, my dad's church, Roll yes. Reese's church, we're going with 200 people. And I believe Sonny Sandoval from POD, yes. he's taking a group of people too. So there's gonna be like 220 people. We're mashing out there to Israel. That's right. It's gonna be sick. And we're gonna have to get the tour of the Holy Land. So get on that as well. It's gonna be amazing. Other things that are going on. Um, what else is going on? I just think it's amazing that,
2: you know, the Lord how the Lord is opening these doors for you to go into these schools. Because right now, it it shouldn't be. Yeah. The way our society is, it shouldn't be. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the Lord is like, it's, and you know what the crazy thing is, is that I've been talking to people and they've been talking about how, you know, when's the revival, when's the revival, when's the revival coming? And I was listening to John Corson the other day and he's like, people have been saying that for so long. He's all, but revival starts with one. That's it. Just one person. It's not like we're all going to sit around and be like, we're in the middle of this revival. I mean, do you think the Jesus people movement, they knew they were in the middle of the Jesus people movement? No. It just takes one, and you just go.
1: Well, yes. Well, yeah. I mean, remember, like, Lonnie Frisbee got yeah. saved? And then Lonnie Frisbee was one. Right. And then he started going speaking at schools. Exactly. And then kids started getting saved. And then then my dad got saved. Right. He started going speaking at schools. And then I think, like, Jeff Johnson yeah. and all those guys. But it started in—it actually started in the school system. I know. And Seriously. kids were getting saved. Yes. And next like you know, they were in the middle of this revival. Yeah,
2: exactly. We'll be back
1: we live,
0: live with Ryan Reese coming up. Uh, Is everything all right? Sure. Call now, one 564 6173 Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop do. doo Now, back to live with Ryan Reese.
3: do you. Yeah. Oh. Loud noises.
1: All right. We are back. I'm getting hyped, am <laughs>
2: Yeah, come I'm on. I feel too mellow. You, I'm vibing off of yours. My mellow vibes, Yes, man. I'm like, hey, let's man. get this going.
1: Okay, so we were talking about anxiety and depression yes. being at an all-time high in the world. Well, we got a comment, or actually a line I'm going to take right now okay. from someone.
2: Daniel, Yes,
1: right? let me see. I'm trying to turn it on. Here we go. Daniel, how you doing tonight?
2: Oh, my God.
1: What's cracking
4: The it tug of war man It's about I was so shocked that you took my call.
1: no worries, that's man, what that's I what we're say. here for so t- tell yeah. me what what's up uh okay well and, i i ha- I have a ton of phone calls so i want I want to get to each one of them, but I want you to tell me how how this is uh suicide and depression has affected your life please
4: man i uh three months ago I attempted um a week ago, this past Monday, actually mm-hmm. uh, I was well oh, no, two weeks ago, so two Mondays prior to that i uh, I was planning and even began to write my suicide note, and as I was doing that, wow. me being a backslider, uh, I told God, I said, "God, you better give me a reason to live because this is going to happen um and slowly but surely he started to work in me mm.
1: and I'm, you know, I'm
4: very grateful why um,
1: did you why why were you even contemplating this
4: uh pain, pain, and it's the easy way out. As I heard you guys talking about, it was like, well, it's just easy. And I, you know, and I thought in my mind, I was like, well, God, I'm saved. And uh, well, let's hope I end up
1: with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a deception huh? from the enemy.
4: Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I mean.
2: Are you talking about like um, physical pain or like mental or emotional? Emotional. Emotional. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And and then God showed up as you, you, well, basically you were seeking him, right? You were seeking him. You were talking to him.
4: Well, honestly I wasn't. I mean mm. I was going I was telling God, I was saying, you know, I don't wanna serve you. I don't wanna be here. Mm. Um and you gotta prove yourself to me because I, I just don't wanna do it. And and slowly but surely he did.
1: How did he prove himself to you?
4: Uh he put the men of God in my life mm-hmm. um to kinda of just anchor me to yep. be wow. there for me and mm-hmm. pray for me and and just today I was delivered from demonic oppression.
1: Wow. Dude amazing. Thank you, Jesus. Not, See, that's what, that's what yeah. we were talking about yeah. earlier in the show. We were talking about you can't isolate yourself. No. You got yeah. to be out because then all of a sudden you talk to your your brother, that the guy that God put you around. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. bounce stuff back and forth. He gets to pray for you. There's power that's in right. prayer. That whole fellowship, prayer, word of God, that's just how it all works. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the Christian walk.
2: And you know what? The, the beauty of your whole testimony that you just said right now is that, yes, you were praying or – you know, telling the Lord, like, look at you, have got to help me. Which is praying. Yeah. yeah. And he showed up. You might not have been yeah. like truly serious about it. You know what I'm saying? Because you were saying you weren't really seeking the Lord, but yet you right. asked and he showed up. And that's what yeah. happens because the Bible is truth. Hmm. And that's what he says in his word. You know what I'm saying? If we truly, you know, seek after him and we're at the end of ourselves, then he's going to be there.
4: Nah. well dude and they, immediately
2: yeah immediately
4: after my deliverance
2: uh-huh. uh,
4: the enemy came there's a female who actually god used to bring me back to church uh and as soon as i got delivered i, called, I mean minutes after she goes hey come over and i'm like oh god like, yep, <laughs> he'll be there <laughs> he yeah. needs to me right, now. right
1: the enemy well, man, is sly i'm stoked that you uh i'm stoked that you God, God delivered you, and uh, now you're gonna start living that life that you were created for, man. And now you get Probably to te- you told your testimony, and I don't know how many thousands of people have just heard that tonight, but there is a way, and it's through Jesus Christ. Thank you, yeah. Daniel, for calling, man. Yeah, love you, brother. Yeah, thank you, dude. That is awesome, man. That is. I love hearing those stories. Yep. We're gonna go ahead and grab. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and grab Ben from your Melinda Ben, how you doing tonight? What's your What's your question? This is live with Ryan Reese.
5: Hey, Ryan, uh, thanks for taking my call. It's more of a testimony, more of a, uh, what happened in my personal family. Yeah, yeah, uh, what happened? Son, it was it was pretty dark. I, I believe it was with the social media and the school and the kids and, um, you know, we bounce around from school to school, trying to get a better neighborhood. And, you know, it's costly, but at the same time, you you got to do what you can for your son or your child, your children. You don't want to see them go down that dark path. No. I don't believe in it. I've I, I believed in Jesus Christ my whole life, mm-hmm. and um, it, it just got really— uh, kicked out of every school and the grades and, and you know, just going in his room and shutting his eyes in the dark room and just not, not not performing at all. So what my wife and I used to do is always pray. And I just want to let the, you know your listeners out there understand. Yeah. That, yeah, it, it's really difficult, but prayer does get answered. Now he's he's, he's a 180. He, he sort of has amnesia about the past. He says, you know, everything was great, and then he sees that we've gone through a lot for him and all that. So I just don't bring up the subject that, you know, boy, you gave us a lot of trouble. It was difficult with you and stuff like that. I, I just rather give the Lord the, the respect that he's the one that worked through my wife and I. Yeah. Um, right. My son, you know, coming out of his room and seeing us pray for him and, and then going back in his room. And just it took a while. It took many years all the way up until high school. Mm-hmm. And he and he
1: was hooked. He was big time on the whole, like, uh, social media, just, just stuck on his device. Correct.
5: Correct. And just dark. Everything dark. He wanted death. He didn't want to live. Always, always walking around with his eyes closed. I don't know. It just, it just. There was no life in him. No, no want of life in him. Wow. But it just, it just. It was really difficult. But I'm not going to give up. And, and exactly. I just, the children are the answer. They're the future. And and as our Lord Jesus Christ says, you know, love the children. You know, we're supposed to be light children to enter the kingdom of heaven. Right. So I, I just didn't want to let up on him. Dude, um, that is so army, awesome. Something I'm really proud of him is when he went to the army. It was not even the first weekend after high school ended, that he went, that he, um, um, went to South Carolina. He didn't tell us he signed up for the Army, but what I want to say, long story short, is when he came back, um, highly decorated with medals in the Iraq War, um, one of his medals was for honesty. And wow. In my home, we, we, don't, we don't covet, we don't load, we, we we're not jealous. I work hard, you know, I do construction, and um, anything my family needed, we always walked in the front doors of a store and, and came out with a receipt. So there was these kids selling, um, he drove these big trucks with missiles, and uh, they were selling the uh, computer tips for like $4,000. It was some kind of an investigation. He was the only one caught not stealing. Wow. So he was given a, a medal for, for honesty. And, and I, I give that to the Lord. I'm very proud of him that, that you know, to him it's like um um normal to, to not steal. But I, I thank the Lord that the, the Lord gave me those graces that I influenced my family to be that way. And, and it wasn't me. It's, it's Lord through me. Dude,
1: that's down. amazing. Well, hey, Ben. Thank you so much for your call, man. Yes. That's, that's, that's very encouraging for everyone that's listening tonight. Exactly. Thank you so much, man. That's awesome. His, his son went out to, uh, went out to the uh, exactly. military but, too, and served for the country. So right. cool, man.
2: But what Ben said is just something that we all need to realize and know that prayer works, and it doesn't work in our timing. It's yep. in the Lord's timing. And just because you don't see results right away, don't give up. And he, gotta said keep his, it. he
1: said it was like eyes closed, yeah. walked around like a dead man walking. Exactly. But then God just like intervened. Yeah. It's, it's a spiritual battle. It is. You know? Yeah. It's a spiritual battle. We got, we got some more calls. I'm going to give this number out uh, one more time. 888 564 This is live with Ryan Reese. I have Melinda Reese in studio and we are taking calls about electronics, anxiety, depression, basically what's happening in the world exactly. right now. And if you don't believe me, look at Time Magazine or Google any of the statistics. This is the talk of what's going on. So um, I'm going to go ahead and grab Mike from Lake Elsinore. How you doing, Mike? Okay, sir. Hello. Doing good, man. So so what's your uh, comment or... Uh,
3: well, number one, it's the number one. going to be a prayer, a prayer request by everything I'm about, I'm about to say. Okay. I have four kids, four adult kids, who went through the uh, um, the, the uh, FOSSA system due to uh, stupidity of theirs, not mine. Okay. Um, uh, and basically were mentally jacked up. Mass fact, my, one of my daughters actually was uh, molested when she was in custody, and mm. the Mass is currently in a lawsuit. She actually sees race around. Okay. Now, okay. Um, Apparently, only when she's down. So I don't know that's the, the thing. I don't know what's going on with that. But um, all the kids are have, have mental issues and uh, depression and uh, anxiety and all that. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I am I am a U.S. Air Force vet, um, non-combat, mm-hmm. but uh, I was I got, I, got, I have PTSD issues from um, from, uh, from civilian stuff. Um, I have anxiety and depression and dementia, so I got the whole ball of wax. Right and 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 you know and right now i'm I'm here with three out of four kids, and noise up noise noise drives it crazy. I go zero to nuclear or zero to Hulk and now second time idea you know, I don't get violent, but I just get get loud and yelling at all, that. so it's this everything going on I got somebody struggles more here at house financial what you know let, let me noise.
1: let's do this, let's do this let's pray. you got a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, pr- yeah. we're gonna pray for you, number one. But number two is, are you are you plugged into a church? Is there any pastors that could that could maybe come pray with you and and yes, and,
3: sir. And, Calvary, oh. Bear Creek.
1: You have all that around you, right?
3: Yep, Chopper Bear Creek. They're, I've been with them for actually. I found them while I was homeless a long time ago. Okay. I was stuck, stuck with them
1: Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Well, we're gonna pray for you, and you know, I've I've uh, actually was with a, a kid that came out of the foster care system. Uh, recently he told me he was kicked out of like 27 homes and he, he had a, a documentary that just came out and how they were talking about the foster care system, how those stories that you told me about your daughter, I've heard a lot of that, that stuff as well. And, um, I, I believe it. And are your kids okay now? Are they, are they, uh,
3: within reason except for the one that has all that seeing things that we got, we got to remember that a lot of our, a lot of our, our, our vets coming back, coming back off, from the field, um, they're, they're going down with depression, PTSD, yes. and their suicide risk rate is way, way high. If you look on the VA, VA stats.
1: Yeah, I have one of my friends that came back, and, and he, I think like five of his friends actually committed suicide that came back from from the war. So that that yeah. is huge, also with the with the military as well. The enemy well, is just a, a jerk. It is. Let me, um, Mike. I'm going to pray for you, okay? All right. Lord, I pray for Mike in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that he'll have an encounter with you, God, right now. I ask that you'll just split the sky and send your Holy Spirit, Lord. Fill him with your presence, God. Baptize him with the fire and the power, God. And I pray that you will just remove everything that's going on in his life, God. The depression, the anxiety, the dementia, whatever else is happening, God. I pray that you'll just set him free in the name of Jesus. And I pray for every single one of his kids, God. That you will work in them and through them as well, Lord. And I just pray even that you'll provide financially and any other needs that this dude has, Lord. Please show up in his life, God. We know there's power in the name of Jesus. We pray in Jesus' name that your will will be done in his life. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. amen. Well, we love you, Mike. If you uh, if you need to get a hold of us, we're at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar um, out here in, in uh, California. Thanks okay, for need- your thanks for your call, brother.
3: We need to make sure we keep our military in, up in prayer, too. Yes, Always. definitely.
1: All right, yeah. man. Love you, brother. Right. And Lord, we pray for the military, yes. too. Yes,
2: for all their service, too. man. And Seriously. their families and, yes. and everyone.
1: So crazy, man. So crazy. Okay, here we go. Um, let me give out this number one last time. We got the numbers 888 564 Seven three. We want to hear from you. This is live with Ryan Reese. I have Melinda Reese in studio, <clears throat> and we're going to go ahead and take this call from San Diego. We have John on the air. What's up, John? How you, what's your question tonight? Hey, how's it going? Good. Good to hear from you. So,
0: um, yeah, thanks for taking the call. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I, I, um, I just wanted to share like my experience, and now that I have my own kids, and yeah, trying to keep them away from, you know, the. Just, just the devices and you know the screens and all that kind of stuff, and and you know I mean it seems like it's there's nothing wrong with it as long as you can use it properly. Right. Yeah. But um, I I actually was uh, I was one of the first people like to get the iPhone you know when it first came out, mm-hmm. and that was a time when flip phones were still being used and everyone was like really amazed at this phone that I had you know and and so you know I was just um, it. I, I just, I guess, I became addicted. Mm-hmm. Be addicted to to the to the phone and and it, and it was like it did so many cool things and yeah. You
1: know, How can you not get addicted to it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> That's all you need, I, right? <laughs> it came out. I know
1: it's like it's like this one thing does everything. Right. Yeah. So what happened so, from there?
0: Yeah, and it just totally exploded, you know, and and uh, so you know, I I I um I quickly you know became aware because I had a. I had an addiction to pornography, you know, like from mm, years ago. Yep, and it sucked me right back in, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it has access, right? And uh, So it was so easy to to get it, and you know, it just went on from there, and and it kind of like just kept going and going, and you know, basically, um, came, came to the point where I like, okay, I need to get rid of this, you know, because it keeps taking me down, right? And so. So yeah, you know, it was just a back and forth thing. It was like I felt like I needed it, you know. Like I, I became so attached to it. It was like, you know, I, I felt like I, I couldn't do without it. So you know, and then I met my wife, and in, in now did
1: this, did this really quick? Did this lead to d- d- depression or
0: yes, yes anything was,
1: suicide or anything like that? Suicidal thoughts?
0: Uh, i yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I think that's linked to it because. Um, I, I was never really that kind of person, mm-hmm. but, Yeah, but these kind of, this device, like I remember when, you know, I lived in a house with a bunch of guys and I'd just be like in my room and in, in my bed with the like blankets over my, you know, over my phone and just staring at, at, at porno like all night.
2: Yeah. Wow. And,
0: and I had a bunch of friends, you know, I could be talking to. Right. And then it just, the
2: was, isolation. It was, isolation yeah, again.
0: yeah, it was isolating me and even they were like, dude, just, you know, put that thing down that way, like, you know? Right. And so, so it was, and then I think from there, just the whole thing of isolation, it is just, it just kind of like, it's a, it's like a, it's a cycle, you know?
2: Exactly. You
0: isolate, so you do things that make you more ashamed and you continue to isolate. Yeah. And, uh, yep. and then, yeah, it led to suicidal it thoughts shame. and all kinds of things like that.
1: It, keep, and, it keeps taking you into a, yeah. a darker Darker hole. It goes back to that verse we were talking about: the eyes of light to the body. Exactly. You, know? yes. you Keep putting this darkness in, and what goes in comes out. Right. Exactly. And that's and also spiritually, as you're opening yourself to the darkness, you're letting the darkness in. What's the darkness? It's Satan. Satan. You know. Yeah. So of course, yeah. that and, these are the the side effects yeah. of, of this. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. How'd you get out of it? Because we got a couple minutes left.
0: Well, I I basically. Um so like this is like an ongoing thing. I'm I'm kind of just getting out. So mm. cool. Me, I had to go back to the flip phone.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. That way, that's uh, smart. Exactly. There you go. That's the that you cut off the the uh, the, the source. The Wi-Fi. Yeah.
0: Mhm. And and I mean, it's you know sometimes I'm like I miss it. I'm like you know the you know like different things I did on the phone now I can't do. But for me, I'd rather get healed.
2: Exactly. You know, I,
0: I'd rather get better and then eventually you know if if i even need it i mean i can go back but
1: well here i, I got i got something for you i just thought sure. about that verse when jesus said uh if you're if you're right if your hand causes you to sin cut it off mm-hmm. you yeah. know it's better for yeah. you to enter heaven with one hand than mm-hmm. to go to hell right exactly <laughs> with both hands and yeah. that's what you did basically you knew that you know you knew that this was pornography and and living this kind of life was not not what God uh, mm-hmm. wants. I mean, no one living this kind of life is going to inherit the kingdom of heaven basically. Right. So uh, you said, "Well, I'm going to just cut this instead of instead of uh letting this take my soul to hell, I'm going to just cut cut it off. I'm going to mm-hmm. cut off my Data plan. I'm going to cut off the Wi-Fi, and I'm going to go to a flip phone. Right. So you realize that's what true disciples do. Mm -hmm. True disciples, Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, you got to turn from your selfish ways, pick up your cross, and follow Follow me. me. Basically, you did exactly what Jesus commanded us to do, Mm -hmm. all believers to do. You picked up your cross, and you're following him. Mm -hmm. And we thank God for that we're saved by grace. So as we're working out our faith and we're working out our issues— God forgives us for our sins, but you're going through the right steps and you're getting rid of this stuff. So yeah. you got this. Yeah.
2: John, I truly commend you for, you know, going back to the flip phone because there's so many people out there that struggle with pornography and they do access it through their phone or a tablet and they don't do what you've done. They just think that they're going to just be able to not look at it and still have those, you know, luxuries of the iPhone or the you know the iPad or whatever it is and Satan's too sly for that and you know by you cutting that off completely i mean you you're, you're going to you're far ahead most people cuz most people won't even do that so i mean i commend you so highly for doing that
1: yes
0: i appreciate it Dude,
1: so thank, thank thank you so much john for keep calling keep
2: keep walking the walk
1: you know what there's a lot of guys that needed to hear that call
2: exactly because
1: I've had many people come up to me and go, man, I'm trying to quit porn. How'd you stop? Mm -hmm. I just tell them straight up. I go, dude, were you watching it? On my phone. I'm all, get rid of your phone. Exactly. Go to get a flip. Get rid of the internet. Oh, I'm watching at home on my computer. Get rid of the Wi-Fi. And they look at me like I'm I'm crazy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: like you're chewing crazy pills or something. Yeah, they're like, are
1: you serious? I'm like, you just asked me how to quit. Yeah. This guy, John, in San Diego, that was it. Yeah. He knew what was going exactly. on. Exactly. He got the flip phone. You still got your phone. Yeah. But now he's not a slave to pornography anymore. Exactly. And there goes the depression. There goes the anxiety. There goes the suicidal thoughts. All the stuff. The isolation. The man just feeling dirty, the isolation. Dude, not only that, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, I know right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna flip it. Okay, okay. Chris Rock, the, the comedian. Yeah. He was talking. I saw this video about him with him the other day. He was talking about – he had a huge pornography problem. He – because he's a comedian, yeah, so he'll talk funny about things. But right. basically, he was talking about anti-divorce. He cheated on his wife three times. Wow. With other girls. Right. He's saying he's an, he's an idiot mm-hmm. for doing it. Then he said he had this huge pornography problem. And he said that the pornography got so bad because he had to have a sex- certain sexual cocktail to make him excited. Right. He, he was basically saying nothing – to get him. him excited, except this like crazy, bizarre sexual cocktail video that he would have to watch that would move the meter for him to, to, to make wow. him want to engage. Basically, he's saying that nothing made him excited, but he was basically saying pornography right. destroyed him sexually because he couldn't even have sex because nothing could even right. b- turn him on anymore. Right. Because the- now, this is Chris Rock. Yeah. This is a, a, a mainstream <laughs> comedian which is very anti-God and whatever, right. but even he was saying that pornography yeah. will destroy you. Exactly. Is that crazy? Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. It's not crazy. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. that this is, it's just...
2: The thing is, is that it, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or a non-Christian, you come to the point where you realize pornography does destroy you.
1: He said isolated him too. He also mm, talked about isolation.
2: There's the key. There's the key. It's isolation. Isolation. Because you're not going to go out and watch pornography in a crowd. Yep. You're going to go home. You're going to sit in your bed. You're going to sit on your couch. And you're just going to sit there all by yourself and just watch it.
1: Because it's weird to be watching pornography around other people. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. You turn into a weirdo. You
1: do, for you sure. Know? I, <laughs> dude, I got into it for a while. But I only got into it because I wasn't sleeping around. Right. But then I realized, wait, this stuff is bad. Yeah. And and it, it, it progresses. You start off with like... That's what also Chris Rock said. I mean, right. I've said this before too, yeah. but he's all starts off with like some play bit, some playboy or whatever. Right. He's all, but then.
2: It's not enough.
1: It, it's not enough. It gets gnarly. Right. And it, it just like sin. It starts mm-hmm. off like we were talking at the very beginning of this conversation. Right. It starts off so small mm-hmm. and, and, and innocent. Yes. And then the progression of it. Next thing you know, you're like, how in the heck did I get here?
2: Exactly. And, and that's the truth. And it's it, it like, you were saying Chris Rock said it ruins the natural, you know, part about having sex with somebody. You know what I'm saying? It, it it ruins it. It ruins it. It's not the same anymore. No matter what, it's not the same. Chris Rock could probably get any girl he wants, you know, mm-hmm. but yet it wasn't enough. No matter how many girls, no matter how, what they look like, size, shape, whatever – it still wasn't enough because his mind was so demented by pornography. You know
1: what's really bad is uh, there was this other statistic. I, I read a lot of statistics. And I can't quote exactly where they're from at the moment, but um, I, was at, I was at a Christian. Oh, I was at a Zeusa Pacific, and I was at this like conference about porn. Oh, okay. It was a while ago. I right. went to it, and uh, they were saying that there's a high majority of Christians. And Uh non-Christians, equally, I think it was equally, that watch pornography. And the reason why they use pornography is to learn about sex. A lot of kids, even that are in the mainstream, are watching it. More non-mainstream kids are watching it to learn about sex because there's no sex ed. So they're looking at pornography. Wow. Think about the stuff they're watching. Yeah. Triple X. Gnarly. There's a number of different girls and guys in the scene. Right. And they're learning about this is their sex encounter. This is how you have sex. Yeah. So this is like, I mean, this a lot of this stuff's fake in pornography. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. But teenagers are thinking that this is, they're learning about right. sex. And that's really sad that this is their introduction to sex is exactly. hardcore porn.
2: No, it's it's terrible. It's not play, they're
1: not looking at Playboy people. No. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. And and like the majority of these kids in schools are getting exposed to it from their kid from their friends' phone. Exactly. You know, the safe mom that's like, you're not getting a phone. Right. Well, they watch their friends at school. Right, exactly. So it is crazy. How many minutes do we have left? I think we have a couple. We have, yeah, we have well, a minute left. So we have um we're gonna have to pick up on this yeah. this phone call. I'm going to read this one. It says, okay. question. Teen daughter is isolating herself with social media and wanting to know how to deal with it. Nick, in Vegas, please email info at ryan-reese.com. Info at, Ryan at ryan-reese-reese.com, and I will literally contact you and yes. get a hold of you. Or if you stay on hold, we'll try to get to you right after the coffee. Exactly. don't hang up. Um that's it. We're yeah. going to we're going to wait till next week. Listen you guys, thank you for calling in. Thank you for being a part of the show. This is why we spend our Saturday nights here cuz we love you. We know that God has a plan for every single one of you. Remember, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Say Jesus save me and fill me with your holy spirit and watch what God does exactly. in your life. Thank you for Melinda for being yes. on. Peace. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yes.
0: This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.